Welcome to Make Your Life Magnificent with coaches Jackie and Mimi, co-founders of The Resting Mind. We're keeping it real with Generation X women talking about the stuff that keeps you up at night. From managing the demands of your career to finding happiness in your life and everything in between. Each week, we'll help you close the gap between your conscious goals, the results you want to achieve, and your subconscious settings, your thoughts and beliefs, by sharing tools and strategies based in brain science and energy. Have you ever found yourself in a place that just doesn't feel right? Do you hold on to things like the career you've chosen because you feel like you have to? Or maybe something feels a little off in your business. Instead of feeling like you have to deal with it, why not pivot? It can be the key to your next step. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? I am great. I'm great because I'm sitting next to you and it's been like a week and a half since I was we've been down together. For the count yeah, last Jackie week, Jackie is never, never sick. sick. Never sick. And I'm down for, I was down for the count. So I don't know what was going on, but it was painful. You, it was it was painful <laughs> for me to watch because I know that how much you can't stand being down for the count. But I'm so thrilled that you feel better and I'm happy that you took care of yourself. Thank you. Yes, thankfully it wasn't COVID. I was afraid for a little while. It was actually a virus and my daughter and I both had it mm. at the same time. And that must have been um, hard. You know, she actually got hit hard only for a day, which is usually how I am. So when she bounced back, she had it a day before me. When she bounced back, I was like, ah, this is going to be easy. And boy, oh boy, I was down for the count for four days. And I was sad, one, because we didn't get together, right? So I think we worked together live two days a week. So the second day, I was like, oh, let's just do virtual. I want to make sure you don't get sick. And two hours in, I was... Sitting there, and Maurice is like, I think you're falling asleep. I was like, my body just, my energy level still not been the same. But it was even sad because our friends were in from out of town. That's and they, um, they were supposed to stay. They, we wanted them to stay with us the whole time. They decided that they were going to get an Airbnb because they had just had a grandkid, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. They wanted their own space, so they stayed with us till Sunday, and I got sick on Monday. They were supposed to come with the baby on Tuesday. That's a bummer. Long story short, we didn't get to see them again, and it was so sad, but I also didn't want to take any chances. No, you can't. Them sick, or the baby's sick, etc. So it was was like a bad timing week, That's a bummer. But I'm back! But she's back, and with more energy than ever. Well, no, I don't have more energy than ever. I'm just trying to... (laughs) Not that I don't want her to get her energy back, but you guys have to know, like, when she's sick and down for the count, like, our energy is, is like, the same. I'm like, oh, finally, I can catch up to her. (laughs) All right. All right. I will calm down. So let let us talk about, ladies, you. don't have to calm down on my account. I, I, I am, I have, I have to keep myself somewhat even because I get exhausted much easier because I think the virus is still like way down, still somewhere touching me. But this week we're talking about pivoting. This has so much to do with every aspect of being a professional. Yeah. Right? Because I think oftentimes when we think of pivoting, we think of a big career pivot. Like I'm in marketing and I'm going to go be a barista at Starbucks. Right? Right, right. It doesn't, first of all, it doesn't have to be that big of a pivot. It's not necessarily just in career. As an entrepreneur, oftentimes you have to pivot in life. Oftentimes you have to pivot. And also this whole idea of small pivots. Like maybe you're on this 
accelerated career path and something happens in your life and you need to pivot where you're like, I just need to slow down. So yes. pivots could mean anything. And we're going to kind of dig into this when, why we should examine and make sure that we are making choices based on what we want and deciding to pivot or not pivot based on ourselves and not expectations. So right, right, right. That's such an important piece of it. And sometimes you need to pivot because you have done something based on someone else's expectations and you wake up and you're like, you know what? This is not what I wanted. So it's time for me to pivot my way out of it. Yes. So, well, when I hear the word pivot, um, I know what you're going to say. Oh my God. That is the funny, (laughs) the friends episode where, where Ross is moving the couch and he just screams, pivot, pivot as they go up the stairs. That's what I think. Uh, Anytime that I think like we need to evaluate, I'm like, we need to pivot. (laughs) So ladies, do you need to pivot? (laughs) If you do, you'll have jacket. We should make that like an audio meme or something. Oh my God. Not Ross. I actually, I have a drool from yelling pivot so loud. So, all right, ladies. I wish you guys could see this. (laughs) Okay. We're we're being so totally silly. Well, you know, my biggest pivot was Mm -hmm. outside from going from corporate into being an entrepreneur. And then I didn't, and that was really, you know, pretty big. I didn't realize how much or how, important pivoting would be until I became an entrepreneur because you really don't know what you don't know until you're doing it. So I would take a couple of steps and I would have to pivot slightly, right? And so that's where really I recognize the value in it and not holding on to something that may have not been working. I I think you're absolutely right. And I also, you know, it reminds me of, well, we do this often as entrepreneurs, even in business, you know, I joined EdAge back in 2003 after the dot-com boom and bust. And during the dot-com, so I'm going to give you a little perspective. A full-page ad in EdAge was about $20,000. During the dot-com boom, they did several million-dollar issues. Wow. So issues. that's how, print issues. That's how much money they were printing. And when I had gotten there in 2003, we were, obviously, we were not doing that, but we were doing well. And then in 2005, we had an editor named Bob Garfield who wrote the, he wrote an article in Ed Age called The Chaos Scenario, which was all about, talk about forward thinking, all about the turn from print to digital, the turn from traditional media to digital media, this turn, this evolution that had to happen. Right. Like evolve or die. Yeah. And it was the first, you know, we had been doing, or AdAge had been doing like some .com, AdAge.com stuff, but it was really small. But it really was eye-opening on how much we had to evolve, quote-unquote, pivot or die. Right. Even in my entire, you know, my entire career at that age, we never could just be like, hey, let's just print, ma- you know, let's just print a magazine. It right. Was, okay, well, let's make sure we're up to date on our digital offerings. Let's make sure we're doing white papers. Let's make sure we're doing custom video. Let's, we had to continually. And experiment, experiment. I would imagine. And I with think those that, different pivots. Yes, that's exactly what 
all good businesses need to do because it is it is much harder to stay where you are and think you're going to be able to grow. It's, it's really unrealistic. And everything, look at, I'll give you a great example. Netflix is a great example. Yeah, that's right. a when great example. When Netflix started back in the day, we had, we would you would get a movie that you would get through the mail. You get three, you know, you get to pick three. You'd get them in the mail and then you'd put them back in the mail when you were done. And mail was getting slow. The way people were consuming video was getting slow. People weren't even watching movies and Netflix became... A programming resource where they started creating their own original content, which right. nobody thought that was no. like what, right? So we need to you can you almost always have to be looking at what you're going to become next in order to be okay now, right? That's just how it is, you right? Can never and you just may be not okay know exactly what that is, and right. that's what I like about pivots. That's why I like I think pivot is different than change, right? Because change to me could be very dramatic. It could be, like you said, leaving your corporate job to becoming a barista or, Mm -hmm. you know, something very black and white. Where I feel like Pivot allows us to kind of try something and then try something else and then try another version of that. It's, It's like a... It's like the little sister of change. Yeah. doesn't have to be that dramatic. And I think sometimes when we're afraid of change or not sure what that looks like... Right. Pivots allow us to get there in a way that's kind of gentler, I guess. Yeah, and I think in today's society or or techno, technology-driven world, everything's changing, yes. right? So we have to be keeping an eye on even our business. I think coaching is changing drastically. I think the, the Great Recession, which we're going to be talking about next week, the Great um, uh, Evacuation, excuse me, not the Great Recession... Has got gotten more women to think that they're just going to pick up a, sh- a shingle and, and become a coach, and so, which is great. I think everybody should go out and do what they want to do, but that isn't the answer for everyone. Which means that if you're going to be a coach, you need to evolve. You need to be, build your business differently because it is so noisy and so crowded. It's so noisy and so crowded. The other right, so you really need to be passionate about your business building skills, which I am fascinated by. The other thing is you better be really passionate about being a coach because it's not, it's, there are different philosophies and you're even pivoting and learning and growing as a coach, right? Because it's really, it's a huge responsibility to hold the space for someone like we do in coaching and helping them move along. And you're listening to them and reflecting back and helping them dig into deep-seated issues that you need to be skilled to help them unravel. And also you need to be trained to listen to them without bias, without putting your own two cents in, listening to your own intuition and moving that person along. So that's my two cents on coaching. But I think it's also, I love that idea, and I also love that you said that there's a responsibility Mm -hmm. there. There's Because I think oftentimes um, it is very hard to be a really good coach who comes without judgment. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of just self-reflection about what your own beliefs are in order to be successful as a coach. I think there's a lot of that. But we won't talk about coaching philosophy, but we do want to talk about just there's, I think that there's going to be a time where this 
industry, our industries or service-based industries are going to change and we need to keep pivoting. I, I think about it even for from an Instagram. So say you are a, a social media Instagram guru. If you didn't pivot to respond ahead of time to the reels trend, you are now rushing to catch up. Right. Right. So we need to always be thinking about that. And what I have to tell you, it's exhausting. Like it is exhausting when you think about I can never just let tomorrow look like today Mm -hmm. because I'm going to be behind. So it could feel very exhausting. But instead of feeling exhausting, get curious about what that means. How can I change? What how can I how can I tweak? How can I morph? How can I evolve? How can it all evolve? And just get excited about it. I love that. I love that you said curiosity. Curiosity was my word of the year, I think in 2020. I have my word of the year for 2022, by the way. Should I share? Should I save it? Yes, I think you should save it. I think it's a little too soon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know what my word is already. Anyway, what I think is really important about pivoting also is that you get the choice to be very intentional about things, right? And so, like Jackie said before, the whole Instagram reels. Okay, so you may be like, I have to pivot to adjust to this. But also, I want you to pivot with intention. So if there's something that you you need to reflect and be like, wait a second, is this an external mm-hmm. pressure or is this something that I really want to do and how is it in line with my goals or my values, yeah, right? That's a, and so yeah. when, when we had kind of opened this whole episode with this idea, when you're pivoting, make sure that this is something that's in line with what you want. And I guess the best way to explain that is before you start pivoting, know what the end goal is. Because maybe you don't need to pivot, mm. right? If the pressure is coming from outside, yeah. you feel like you need to jump on someone's bandwagon or follow some kind of trend to make sure it's right for you and your goal. I, and what happens when you are kind of evaluating that. What are some questions we could have our audience ask? So if you're listening to this and you're thinking to myself, huh, I thought that I needed to make this pivot, but is this internal or external? Let's let's talk a little bit about some questions you could ask yourself. Right. What you know, so maybe it's what if I what's driving my desire to make this pivot or to evolve? Why am I feeling what are the feelings that are coming up when I think about what this evolution or pivot could mean? What is my fear about what That's this pivot or mm-hmm. evolution can mean? So ask yourself some of these questions because they may be able to help you address like, huh, this might be something that's external or this could be a fear about the way the market is going. You know, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about Mimi about just how so many women feel pressure to pivot because they are being pushed back into the workforce full time. And and men too, right? So with everything going on with COVID, with organizations trying to get people back into the office full time, it can become an eye-opening experience for you to say, like, I don't want to go back in for full time, mm-hmm. but my kind of company is forcing me to do it. So I have a client that we, I ha- we have a client that I work with who wants to not work in the office full time. She loves what she does, absolutely loves what she does, but she can't do it 
autonomously and out of the office because of some security reasons. Okay. And so now she wants to pivot. And it's really interesting because we're trying to figure out what, where do you pivot doing what you love but not having the security attachment to it. So, but her pivot is for her because she said, I've always had to be in the office. Even during COVID, she's had to be in the office. Wow. So she said, I just want to have some flexibility. I want to be able to pick up the phone and make a phone call without ha- with, without having people all around me. And she's like, I, it's just, it's time. I almost feel like I need to grow up. So when you want to release those shackles, a lot of women specifically are wanting to do that. That's going to come with a pivot. And so how do you how do you pivot, Mimi? Let's talk a little bit about how are the best ways for you to think about a pivot. I think there are a few ways. One is follow your intuition. So you may not know what that end goal is, but follow that nudge or the breadcrumb or like what I call hot and cold, mm. right? Remember we little yes. used to play that game, hot and cold? It's a great analogy. So you really may not be sure what the next thing is, but just pivot ever slightly to where you're feeling lit up or you just feel instinctively that this could be the next step and then try it. Try it. And so there's a real... Yes, I love that. You don't have to commit for a fledge. You don't have to be like, hey, I'm pulling the tape off. I'm jumping off and I'm doing something completely new. Yeah, and you don't have to tell the whole world. It's not... I don't think pivots are so dramatic that even... You may only notice that you're trying something different. So it's not like you've got to worry about the fear of what happens if I fail publicly or will people think I'm flaky if I change my mind? Like you don't even have to share what you're doing. You know, there's a book, you know this book, Jackie, it's called The Lean Startup by Eric Reese, yes. I think his, his last name is. And he really made this whole idea of pivoting popular, and I haven't read the book fully in full disclosure, but the idea is to validate your ideas, yeah. right? So you pivot and validate and then pivot and validate. And it's really, again, it goes to this idea of you really very often can't really see the clarity behind something until you do it. I, and also I want to add to this too, because as a startup, right, we, the resting mind, has pivoted more times than oh, we want to imagine. Like, yeah. We started out as an organization for corporate executives who were struggling with burnout. And while that makes perfect sense, what we also found out or what we also realized is that too many women are so exhausted from the burnout, the thought of going through a coaching program and adding that to everything else they had to do was ridiculous for them. Right. They're like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't add anything else to my plate, even though they wanted help with burnout. So what we had to do when we were thinking about pivoting is we had to listen to the market. We had to listen to what Gen X women wanted. And from that, we have continued to kind of... So, like, I want to think of it this way. You have this lump of clay. And what we keep doing is we keep molding it and molding it and molding it and molding it. It doesn't mean that we're throwing away the clay. It just means that we're shape-shifting a little bit. Right, right. And so we're going to be shape-shifting again. You're going to hear more about that in in the coming weeks. weeks. But we are making a pretty big pivot for us. Um, 
I don't want to talk about it too much, but we are making a bit, pretty big pivot for us. This includes our company. Yes. This includes the podcast name of the podcast. Really, the content's going to stay the same. This includes our programs, what we're offering, and how we're doing that. And why are we doing that? So I want to just pause and not talk about us, but talk about what we have done. When you are in business for a long time, you see patterns, right? So as entrepreneurs, we have seen patterns in our clients. And from these patterns, we are now creating offerings that can close that gap in those patterns. Right. And so when you are the closer you are to your marketplace, the closer you are to your business, the more likely you are going to pivot. If you are always really far removed from what's happening in the marketplace, you actually never pivot. And so I want to challenge you, no matter if you're an entrepreneur or in your career, to get close to your marketplace. Yes. Because the closer you are to your customer, right, if you're in corporate, it doesn't matter if you're marketing or sales or operations. The closer you are, the more you will know when it's time to pivot. The more you will know when it's time to bring in new technology as an operations person. The more you will know when it's time to change the way you go to market if you're a marketing person. Right. The more you will know if you need to change your offerings if you're an entrepreneur. You know, you bring up a really great point. We've been talking so much about pivoting as an entrepreneur, but I want to lean back into if you're in your corporate role. We get that question a lot. Like, is it possible to pivot? You know, a lot of people feel, well, I've invested 25 years in this career, in this area, I don't know that I can go from marketing to finance. I'm making that up, but you know, is it possible? And it is possible. It is possible. You just need to really start with that end goal again. And then it's one step or one pivot at a time until you get there. But know where you want to go and believe that you can get there and then just you may not know all of the steps. It may not be clear yet, but by doing it little by little, and maybe that is putting yourself out there so that you are spearheading a, you know, a, a group in yeah, incorporate. Incorporate. You, just, you, you start a team of you something. Start a, you start right. an external team or something that's going to be culture driven or something. Whatever that. There's looks so like. many opportunities, and I think that we overlook that. We feel that our jobs have to be so stagnant, and this is just the role. Another thing also is it doesn't have to be as dramatic as changing departments or fields. Maybe there's somewhere within your field or a way that you're showing up and doing your job or in your skill set that you want to pivot. Right. So that's something to investigate as well. There's always opportunity for it. And frankly, it's very refreshing. It's how you can really keep yourself on your toes and keep yourself engaged in what you're doing. Because let's face it, a lot of us have been in the career force doing what we've been doing, workforce, for 25, 30 years. Yeah. How do we continually keep things fresh as and and we gr- and growing? Keep ourselves challenged and so keep we're ourselves learning challenged. something new. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing, ladies, personally, right? So how are you pivoting? How are you evolving in your personal life? And You know, what are you doing to expand the way you think, the way you act, your creativity? I mean, all of these things can be kind of sought after, and you don't have to do all of them at once, but there is a beauty in pivoting. There's a beauty in kind of tweaking the direction you're going, because 
when you think about it, if you're going straight, if you pivot just slightly to the right, it changes everything. It changes yes, your whole perspective. It does. It opens up your eyes somewhere differently. So don't be afraid of kind of turning a little to the right or the left and seeing what what else is surrounding you. That's right. You know, and Mimi, you had mentioned when we were talking about this episode about, you know, even pivoting in your day, you wake up in a bad mood. Right. And all of a sudden you're like cranky and you get to choose how the rest you of your day goes. You get to choose. So I'm going to tell you a very personal pivot, and you guys are all going to laugh if you've been listening to this for any length of time. You know that I don't go a day without eating chocolate, yeah. right? And sometimes, all right, I'm going to come really clean now. So I don't keep chocolate in my house. I usually don't keep chocolate in my house, and especially I don't keep chocolate kisses in my house because that will, like, that's it. Derail you. Except, you know, I have a whole bunch of nieces and nephews. And for every holiday, I make them goodie bags with, with colored kisses, right? Oh, so if it's cute. like Halloween, mm-hmm. you know, the orange ones come out there in the orange. I just love the way it looks. And every once in a while, this is really embarrassing, I will, I'll make the goodie bags and then I find myself opening up a child's goodie bag and eating some of the Hershey Kisses. <laughs> and then like before I know it, I've like dug it. Well, if I take one from this one, I got to take one right, from that one. Who and counts and then... Who counts, can. right? So now like now... So sometimes I'll have a day where I'll eat like 25 Hershey Kisses. What, how, and, what does this have to do with pivoting? I, I'm going <laughs> to bring it back. Now you could be like, oh my God, the day is ruined. You know, it's only lunchtime and I've done all of this, but I've gotten really intentional and been like, all right, time to pivot. Yes. And I'll go brush my teeth, have a big glass of water and like just finish out the day healthy. Yeah. So I I know this sounds silly and it's really embarrassing, but. It's not embarrassing. It's it's, real life. But it's real life. So, but the truth is you can decide to pivot wherever you are and it can be just even in the mood. It can be when you've fallen off the wagon and eaten your, you know your nieces and nephews chocolate, <laughs> like that you can pull it back together yeah. and be like, all right, I'm, I'm pivoting back to where I need to go. I find so. that with myself, even with, you know, I have a 13 year old. Yes, you can feel sorry for me. And, and she's a girl. So, um, and I love her to death, but she's a 13 year old girl, right? Enough said. And I know even for myself, like there are mornings that I'll be like, Peyton, you gotta get up. You gotta go to school. And I'll start to get myself like heightened. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'll be like, okay, this isn't how I want my day to go. Like, I'm going to pivot what this yeah. sounds like. I've, I'm gonna I've been there that. when yeah. you've done that. Yes. When you've, like, losing your crap. And yeah. then you're like, all right, I'm not doing this. And I can't then do you, it anymore. And you, pull it, you, you do. You intentionally pull yourself together because you're like, all right, this is right. not working. Right. This <laughs> right. isn't what? feeling good to me yeah. or my house or anything yeah. else. Yeah, so. and she pulls it together, you yeah. know, and it's... It's, it's a pivot. It's a, pi- it's a pivot. <laughs> it's a pivot. Exactly. <laughs> All right. On that note. All right, ladies. We love that you were with us. Um, come join us next week for probably an extended episode because we have so much to talk about. We are going to be talking about the great resignation. So um, if you haven't already done so, please come on over and join our Facebook group, Just Gen X, talking business, career, and life with bold and brave women. We're in there all the time. We're doing live coaching. We are really here to support you as a professional woman. And we want to give you more of us and more intimate relationship with us. So come on over and do that. And until next week, cheers cheers to your your magnificence. If you like this episode, leave us a review. It'll help more Gen X ladies find us so they can make their life magnificent.